Hello and welcome to the Busby Lane Podcast. It's your boy Ugo and I'm here to talk about Manchester United and where we go from here. Um, we've gone through the winter break. Came at a very good time uh, for the boys. The boys needed a lot of rest, uh, playing a lot of games, being decimated by injuries. It's been a tough season to say the least. Um, I think um, it was very, very important that the boys got, got some time to to relax. Uh, if anything, just for the mental side of it, it's not necessarily just uh, from a physical point of view. They needed physical rest, of course, but I think for the most part, it's about the mental rest as well that they got in. Um, it's also some good time for, you know, to get the boys, the new boys in. Uh, finally got Bruno over the line and um, also Odioni Gallo. So some time for them to bed into the team. I know Odion is training um, away from the boys. They didn't go to Spain um, with them, but still getting his fitness in. I think him coming from China at the time, I think it was just pre-season for them. So he needed to get his fitness in. And I believe... Uh, for precautionary sake, uh, he needed to do a mandatory 14-day uh, period away from the boys, essentially. So he was he was training um, alone, uh, which makes sense. Uh, you want to be you want to take the right precautions. Um, you know, given the the corona issue uh, in China, and we we hope that uh, this uh, disease, you know, is um, taken care of. Uh, we hope that. Uh, you know, it's 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 brought under control and, and people are not getting too affected because it's becoming too 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 much. Um but let's go back to for the football. Um I think the most exciting thing for me um this past one week was seeing um Scott and Axel back in training, uh especially Scott. I mean I was so excited to see him back in training. Uh, he's been, for me, I think he's been one of the, he's been our most improved player from last season to start with. And I think towards the end of last season, when everyone had tilled off and were struggling, he, he kept, you know, he was actually the only, uh, bright spark in the team, um, for a very long time. I think even when, I think we had last two games, Mason came on and, you know, he was the, the talk of town, but those last few games, you know, he got a goal against Wolves and, and, and he carried it on t- into the season. And like, like I said in my previous uh, episode, he embodies this confidence that, I, that, I, that I'm loving about, about you know, about the way he, he's going about his business, right? He's really, really confident about himself and his ability. I think he's growing. I think he's adding more skills. He is not the complete midfielder yet. Um, let's let's be really uh, fair here. He has not necessarily played as a midfielder from the academy. Um, he always played as a um, either an attacking midfielder or or a striker in some cases. So he's actually learning how to play this deeper role, and I think. Um, start of the season, he was, you know, the driving force. He brought a lot of energy, covered the distance. I think at some point he was, you know, the best in terms of covering the most ground across the pitch. And his, um, 
his relationship with Fred as well was amazing. It was it was nice to see uh, both of them form that partnership before he got injured. So really looking forward to having having Scott back. Um, I don't expect him to be back for the Chelsea game. That's probably too soon for him. It does seem like you know they're still getting on the grass for the first time. Him and Axel, um, another person that I'm really excited to see back because. I think we were at a point where we felt like Axel is beginning to grow into his own and, you know, probably deserved an opportunity before he got injured. Um, and it's been sad to see him, you know, out of the team for a very long time and losing um, Rashford for the, you know, for, for most of the season right now, for the rest of the season means that uh, getting Scott back and getting um, Axel back is really going to be a big boost for us, as well as having uh, signed Bruno and, and bring in Odion to just fill that gap for the next six months. Um, I think Pogba also is, is on the recovery uh, path. Um, I'm less excited about the Pogba recovery just simply because I don't think he wants to be at Manchester United. I mean, his agent has come out again uh, today to talk about how he loves Italy and how he would love to go back to Juve and all that stuff. Um, so I'm not too excited about the Pogba thing. I, if you ask me, I just, I just want, I, I just want us to move past that. I mean, I, I'll be happy to see him play for the team and help us maybe achieve some of the goals that we need to achieve. But I really want to move past the whole Pogba thing. I, I heard quotes about, um, yes, he, he didn't. Um, the prospectus of what was promised to him wasn't necessarily what you know what happened. They, they. They plan to to build a winning side, um, and and you know he he didn't expect that, you know he was walking into a a team that was going to be losing. Um, I get that, and and I've always kind of empathized or kind of sympathized with Pogba. Sorry, um, with regards to that, I feel yes, they could have built a team around him. It goes back to the hierarchy, who have always dropped the ball when it comes to really doing the right thing. Uh, they were more obsessed about his um his fame and social media uh, prowess <laughs> than they were about his football and never really built the team around him so to speak i mean they they always came to his defense i mean probably you could say that they chose him over jose and um but for me i feel like pogba at this point in manchester united are not best suited for where manchester united is uh in this journey probably the Pogba money is best reinvested in other areas and to help build a side that actually wants to go for it. Um, I mean, I don't think Pogba is like a Manchester United fan or anything like that. I mean, he's a professional. He will do his job. But, you know, I don't think he has that same, uh, you know, passion that a Rashford has or, or someone else. I don't think he has the same ties that these sort of players have to the club. So, I feel like he is entitled to want to leave. He, he, you know, he fancies Juve. He fancies Real Madrid. My thing about it is just I hope that the the club that he moves to is able to pay the fees that are required, and I hope Manchester United is able to get a, a deal done. I mean, they should try as much as possible to get a deal done. Um, there's no need to delay this any further. If he wants to go, there's really no 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 need to be. Um, um, you know, strong-headed about it to try to fight it. He does believe that he can do better elsewhere, and he's probably right. We're not, we're not, we're not at the same level at the moment. I mean, he just won a World Cup. You know, he 
probably deserves a better team where he could go and win titles, which is not Manchester United at this point. I mean, I'm not saying that we won't in future, but at this moment, um, we're not competing for those sort of um, for those sort of uh, titles at the moment. We're not we're not going to be competing for the domestic league or you know Champions League or anything like that, which is probably where his level is at. Because on his day, I mean, don't get me wrong, on his day, he's probably arguably one of the best midfielders in the world. Um, I don't know, you know, his his splits opinion in terms of his attitude and his his ability to really focus on football versus you know his external life. And I I think he's a bit he comes under some unfair criticism sometimes. Uh, people can be a little harsh on him, uh, be, because of his cultural differences and things like that. But I think for me, where I kind of draw the line is when he comes out and says that he wants to leave the club then you need to get the guy a move out of the club. And that's it. For me, that's just it. It, it has nothing to do with his personality. Um, I I don't think he is the type of leader that we need at Manchester United because I feel players um, and people, sometimes people take this more towards being, you know, people say it's a bit of racism. People say it's a bit of this, a bit of that. Oh, people don't love him. Uh, well, people love Rashford and they love Rashford because, you know, Rashford connects to the crowd with, with the way he works hard. And, and sometimes you just have to understand your audience and try to connect to them. And I think Pogba, I don't think Pogba made an effort to, to connect to the crowd, to understand his crowd and connect to them. And, you know, people can blame the crowd or whatever, but I think it's, it's the onus is on you to endear yourself uh, to the team that, you know, that, 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 that broke the bank for you and brought you in. And, you know, it was all pogged back and everybody supported him. People still support him right now. But I think that, you know, if he needs to go, he needs to go and we need to move on. And I, I really, I, I'm really tired of talking about it. I'm really tired of reading the articles or seeing his Instagram and all that stuff. You know, he, he, he puts up crazy things. His brother is out there talking shit. Um, you know, it, it's just, for me, I, I feel like he just needs to, um, he, he, he needs to go, he needs to, you know, it, it would be best for both parties if he leaves. So, um, yeah. So, but moving on though, moving on, um, where we are 25 games into the premier league, uh, we've gained only 35 points. We are in eighth position right now, uh, six points behind top four. Um, we have 13 games to go. So, you know, we're coming into the business end of the season, as people like to say. We're still in, in the FA Cup and we're still um, in in the UEFA, UEFA Europa League. And um, for me, I feel like this, you know, having added Bruno and Odion and having some of these kids back um, is probably going to help us, um, you know, maybe finish a little bit stronger than, than, than we would have. Um, I still think that the inconsistencies are going to be there. Um, there. There's still holes in our team. Um, we don't have, you know, a big enough squad as well, but it would be great to have these guys back and maybe they, they'll give us the push to, to really kick on. Um, for me, I, I think um, the way, if you ask me what, competition we should prioritize i'd say you, you still prioritize the league um we, six points off top four is still doable people who are in and around us i mean with the exception of sheffield sheffield has been pretty consistent actually but with the, with the exception of sheffield i think 
Chelsea, Arsenal, Wolves, um, Tottenham are pretty inconsistent at the moment. I mean, you can expect that these teams are going to drop points. Um, nobody has, nobody wants the top four essentially. But, but when you think about it, really, I feel we, we have an opportunity. We do have an opportunity. Uh, we need to fight hard for it. Overcoming a six-point deficit is no mean feat. Uh, but at the same time, it's it's not on it's not it's not crazy. I mean, look at where where Everton was um, a few a few months ago, and and now they are you know in the hunt as well. I forgot to even mention them. They're they they're now in the hunt for top four, right? So, um, you you could say that you know there is still some there are some games to be played. That in games is is a lot. So there's still an opportunity for the team to climb up, and I I'd, I'd still focus on getting the uh the the Premier League trying to get to the top four if possible. Um, Europa pre presents great opportunities. I mean, but it is a roll of the dice who wins the Europa League. Uh, if we can get to the finals, if we can get to the later stages, that would be great. If we can get, you know, if we if we win the Europa League, if we, if we are able to win the Europa League, that would be just an amazing ending to the season because that way we get uh, Champions League football and then we get a trophy as well. But it's a long shot. It's it's not that easy to win the Europa League. I mean, Chelsea did it last year. Um, Arsenal, you know, got to the final. Great. But it's still very, very tough to win the Europa League. And well, but I hope that we are able to do it. Uh, if we are, that would be, you know, a lot of um, good news for us, you know, for Ole, it gives him a trophy to, to brag about and puts him in the Champions League places. Um, Champions League is really, really important for us going going into next season, um, mainly because of the transfers. I mean, we're, we're beginning to struggle now, right? We're beginning to struggle when it comes to attracting big talent, and we have to accept that. I mean, we're lucky we got Bruno Fernandes, and I think one of the reasons why we got Bruno Fernandes is because no other club was really interested in him. Um, and we were able to get that deal done uh, at the last minute anyways. I mean, I was ranting about why we couldn't get that deal done uh, in time. But, I mean, at the end of the day, kudos, we got the deal done. Um, last minute brought in Igalo. Um, it, was, it, was a, it was a funny day, actually, the, the transfer deadline day. Um, I... For me, I mean, I, I, me being of Nigerian descent uh, means that um, I do appreciate uh, having a Nigerian uh, play for Manchester United, the first Nigerian to play for Manchester United, and the excitement on his face and everything. So it's exciting to see that, to have him here. So it, probably very easy to get Odeon over the line. He's, he's a Manchester United fan, really wanted to play for the club. I think apparently took a pay cut to pay for the club. So, But yeah, so get, getting Odeon is not too too hard. I, I heard we were in for Toliso as well, which is interesting. I mean, that, that, that was an interesting um option there i mean i heard Bayern rejected the offer which is fine um and we were in for a number of players it was, it was a mad scramble towards the end of the transfer deadline day um we were in for ings at some point we were in for josh king and that didn't really work out but at the end of the day uh, we got igalo so let's see how what what igalo does now, for me I, I say if igalo gives us five goals uh, happy days i'm just happy if, 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 he, if he's able to give us five days but i think more importantly what he may be able to do for us is um occupy that central area maybe push uh, martial towards the left and it gives us a little bit of presence in there um uh, to uh, you know allow other bring other other players in, into into play 
Um, so yeah, so f- I think I think he's going to be of massive help. I mean, those games are getting the Europa League as well, or in the cup games where we need to rotate some players. Now we have some options up front. So we have Igalo, Martial, uh, Greenwood, and 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 Dan James um, as the options for the forwards. It uh, gives us um, you know room to rotate the forward line uh, and, and and also rest some players when they need to. Um, really, really excited, you know, about the, this weekend. I know we're playing on Monday. Luckily for me in Canada, Monday is a public holiday, so I'll be able to watch the game as well. Uh, but really, really excited about, um, you know, you know, this, this, the end of the season. I hope we're able to um, either get the top four or, you know, it would be amazing if we can get a Europa League. If you ask, if you ask me which one I'd, I'd really, really love, I, I think I love a Europa League uh, win. Just the, the feeling of winning a trophy would be amazing for Ole. It would be amazing for the boys. Um, it, it would be, it would be, it would be really great. I, I think that would be, you know, a beautiful way to end the season. Uh, so let's hope that that could happen. Let's hope that that could happen. But we'll see. We'll see how we we fare against. Is it Club Bruges? I think it's Club Bruges that we're playing. So let's see how we fare against them. Um, really excited to see what uh, Bruno Scott Fred midfield would look like. Really, it, a lot of things to be excited about. Really, I mean, I think we can only be positive right now. For me, actually, this past week has been it's been great also to detox from football a little bit. I was getting a little um, uh, emotional. It was getting really difficult. I mean, like you could feel the fatigue from the players from the fans everybody just i think everyone just needed that break so it's good to have that break but it's great football is back i'm really excited to watch the friday game and the weekend games and then um and then on to monday when manchester united plays chelsea it's gonna be a tough game it's gonna be a really tough game i think chelsea have um really good um you know they've played very well this season i know we've beat them twice already this season but at the same time i mean <laughs> we we had Rashford and now we don't. But let's hope we can get something out of the bridge. I mean, it's not a good hunting ground for us anyways. Uh, but if we can get um, something out of that game, that would be amazing. So looking forward to that. Looking forward to uh, the rest of the season. Um, the past two weeks has been difficult for me. So I've, I've been a bit, a bit sick, um, not, not been able to put out any episodes. But now I'm back and football is back. So let's get it. And... Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Bosby Lane podcast. Have a good one. Cheers.